0: Welcome, welcome to To.
1: The The Dates dates of Our Lives,
0: starring Tunisia and Christy and Jordan. Jordan! Hello. Hello. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Emperor card, therefore, structures,
1: imposed upon people or structures we choose yeah that might free us and dating and dating and you might have noticed in our introduction that we said this show is starring Tunisia and Christy and Jordan and you were like who is that oh my
2: gosh that's me
1: (laughs) Jordan do you want to tell us three things about yourself introduce yourself to the listeners
2: I am uh Non-binary person, masculine non-binary person. I feel like it's an important facet of my voice in this conversation today.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, That's one. I am not like the host of this podcast, whereas I am currently in a committed relationship, not dating anyone. Okay. And <laughs> she said through a bunch of mother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's not like you singletons out on the town. (laughs) Why do we hear that so weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, yeah, third thing.
2: Uh, Third thing would be I'm heavily invested in thinking about and restructuring things. Hell yes.
1: Yeah, you are. That's perfect. Great. All right. Can't wait to talk about it. But before we uh, talk about that. We have to check in about our dating project. Yes!
0: How's How are... It, oh, uh, I want you to go first. Oh, I want <laughs> you to go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, okay. I haven't really been doing much, which feels okay. Because you've been doing other things. Yeah, I've been doing other things. I moved. Um, so, yeah. So. so, dating my boxes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, some hot and heavy...
0: Heavy. Literally heavy, <laughs> heavy lifting sessions <laughs> with those boxes. Yeah, sounds hot. Oh, it was hot and sweaty. <laughs> yeah, um, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but Jordan asked a good question, which is, how do you feel about not doing anything? And I actually feel good about it because I think I started to notice my own brain thinking about dating and the oh, way yeah. and what's supposed to happen and how it's supposed to feel and right. what am I supposed to be doing and have I met my quota and so <clears> it was actually really nice. Which to is take hilarious
1: because I think we're talking about like the patriarchy and dating and it's like yes. whose structures are these yes, anyway? The ones I what am is about our fucking quota <laughs> about
0: what a quota because there's only 12 months in a year and 50 dates to go on yeah and you have to make sure that you're producing producing yeah. producing yeah, dating so hard it's so good yeah so so it the yeah so there's that so I think it's good to step back a little bit um I also I did go on a date with my friend who came to help me move and we went to go we went to chatter um I oh, was yeah. reading And so we went to breakfast in the morning and then we went to go see me perform. And I was like, what a fun day to go see someone you, like, are dating perform Perform. and do something that they're, like, their art. And so it was really fun because I, like, just, like, was so into it. And Mm -hmm. I also had, like, showered and dressed up for the first time in, like, weeks. And so I was like, (laughs) I just feel so beautiful and, like, flirted with (laughs) the audience. And then there was a really hot trombone player that, like, massage, I was going to say finger. I think that maybe he did finger his damper, his sound damper. And I was like, oh, I was so titillated in the front row. Um, if you're so, listening, sir, reach out to the pod. Yeah, if anyone knows the trombone player in Loadbang, <laughs> Oh, this
1: is cool. We're really soliciting. Yeah. The dates
0: of our lives podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. <Yeah. laughs> reach out. But it was really, um, so that was fun. And I highly recommend that as a date. Cool. Oh, okay.
1: So that's a good transition for me checking in about mine because I went on a date where I invited someone to come to an open mic where I played. And it was really fun because it's like one I'm like also like, okay, is it more fun to be like witnessing someone doing something they like to do? Or is it more fun to be like,
2: look at me perform
1: (laughs) To be witnessed or to witness? (laughs) To be witnessed, yeah. Yeah. I liked being witnessed. It was fun. I had Mm -hmm. a good time. You're a very Um, sexy performer. Thank you. Um <laughs> and okay so but then other things that like okay so it's been a couple weeks we took a little break because you were moving and I did okay so new things I discovered I went on a couple of art dates where like I made art with the person that I was on the so date fun. with and Love that. one of them was this girl I met at the tea shop because she liked my outfit and I was feeling particularly hobo esque that day <laughs> so I really enjoyed that she liked my outfit and I was like let's go do art at the cafe and it was really fun and then I also did art with my friend Emilio and we painted stuff and it was just like really I love being at the
0: cafe doing art with people yeah as a date that's so fun it's really cool I someone asked me if I wanted to do that and I feel like that's a really fun idea so thanks for I yeah
1: and then the other thing that's come up Unfortunately, is me realizing I have to feel my feelings. Oh, yeah, (laughs) Chris, and I hate it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know you do. I love that you're gonna do it anyway, though. I've
1: been writing it on my wrist to remind (laughs) me. So that's where that's that's what's happening in my life right now.
0: Yeah, I think it is like that—the confrontation with yourself, right? Yeah, and it's good because that's why we are doing it. No,
1: it feels really intentional and good. And uh, I'm trying to be. Where I am, and that's feels both really annoying and like exactly in line with the terms of our projects.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: cool. cool. Check cool. in over,
0: yeah, check out the list. Check
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. What top down <laughs> structure should we impose
0: now? Oh, I love it, <laughs> <laughs> or bottom <'em> up,
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boom boom boom
0: boom boom, boom. (laughs) 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 That's totally the sound of the (laughs) Emperor
1: card. (laughs) Yeah Yeah Uh, yeah. Yeah. it's like mix like the like Darth Vader march with like somebody playing some
0: (laughs) Yeah it's like it's like the march so structure and order and then it's like (laughs) Oh, <laughs> yeah, because we're
1: not me- we're messy within our structures, right? Yeah, all the time. We want to talk about what the emperor card is to kind of start framing our conversation about patriarchy and dating, right? Yeah. Wait, let's ask Jordan because yeah, we just Jordan. told Jordan what it is, so let's see what they can tell us. Yeah, yeah. I
2: am kind of a tarot novice, so I'm still <laughs> learning about all the different associations of cards, but I am. I'm I aware of like concepts of restriction and boundaries um, and masculinity kind of encompassing these ideas. Um, I was kind of struck by the concept of like a lack of empathy in in that at least for this conversation specifically though yeah. you're talking about lack of empathy and the way those impact. And that was like rules. one way that
1: I've seen hmm. yeah, right like a top-down. Like, rule-imposing doesn't necessarily always include, like, thinking about what's best for a situation, because it's a generic, prescriptive answer to a situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was part of what I was telling Jordan about mm-hmm. the Emperor. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. What a good student you are.
0: I know. Such
1: a good Jordan student. puts his, their fingers up to their chin <laughs> and <laughs> blinks. <laughs> yeah. Those big <same> brown eyes. <laughs>
0: Um, what do you? What else would you add to that, Tanisha? Um, I think, yeah, I agree that there's something about structures imposed, and not always in a in a cruel way, but just that like there needs to be um, what guardrails. Um, we were talking about it in terms of like if the Empress is, you know, the world and nature and and creation. Then the emperor is that which is built upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when I think about that, I I think that, oh, those structures can be helpful, but when do they contain us in such a way that we can't experience the empress energy?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like thinking about like an apartment building
1: and like you don't ever have, a like you don't have a yard, so you don't ever touch the ground, right? Yeah. Like that kind of could be one way in which it's like a structure that actually limits your... Ability to connect to like nature or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but so I have a hot take. Yeah, go. What's your hot take? On <laughs> when we effort? were brainstorming a little bit about what we wanted to say about patriarchy and dating, I was I started thinking about daddies and zaddies <laughs> Yes, you did.
0: <laughs> and I didn't know very much apparently, because <laughs> I was like hardcore. I want to be a daddy, guys. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that might be something that we should all consider. <laughs> I think it
1: could be, I think I'm into the the energy of being zaddy-like. And I also was thinking... I was thinking of, like, Alec Baldwin and 30 Rock and, like, how he's such a daddy. <laughs> sort of.
0: <laughs> and I think it's I'm all, making a yucky
1: face. And it makes... <laughs> but I like it because in one episode, he makes out with a man, which makes me feel like it's all good, you know?
0: Yeah, okay. Okay,
1: but then I read a little bit more about, like like BDSM and the definition of daddies and I was like oh this is really different than I thought (laughs) yeah (laughs) this like lifestyle of like I'm going to dole out like rules and like punishments when you violate those rules or those guidelines yeah and then the other person being like great I'm gonna act like a little brat sometimes so that you'll punish me which is cool you know like whatever that could be cool too but i think it for me it seems like a really good metaphor for like looking at like rules and punishments uh-huh. in that sort of that part of the patriarchy um and then is it done consciously or unconsciously yeah and i think if it's done unconsciously it's like it could be really really like you know harrowing and cause lots of problems but whereas if you're playing with that energy it could be fun Uh as in the bdsm dynamic yeah
0: Yeah, it could be fun to play to play always i will i think i think maybe what i'm hearing you talk about is like how do we i wrote this somewhere is like how do we like fuck around with structure and like and maybe that's also for me about like Gender roles, yeah, and and like those dynamics, and, and which for me is how we dismantle structure is that we like don't really buy into it as permanent,
1: yeah. And so, this is the thing we were talking about too, because I think a lot of tarot folks tend, I at least this is my general association with like the Emperor card, I'm always kind of like, oh man. I don't want to do the rules unless I think of it as like a wisdom card or something. Yeah, and so or <laughs> or a Zaddy card. Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, hot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm picturing Dan Savage's husband. The picture you showed me today. We'll yeah. put it in the notes. Yeah, the episode notes. Yeah, um, something
2: too. about this like the daddy concept here is kind of like is how much of this of the are these rules and structures in this relationship being put out in, like, a, you know, artificial, but, like, um arbitrary way versus, right. like, this is my deep-held belief about how the way things should be.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the difference that I'm kind of thinking about is, like, are you doing it, like, consciously where you're, like, super aware that it's, like, a specific structure or is it just like how you have always lived in the world and therefore that's how things should be and you're projecting that onto other people too. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of what I think of when I think of patriarchy. Oh, yeah. For sure. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I feel like
2: daddies are a weird microcosm of that whole concept.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Well, and I think when you take the daddy concept... Into its like campiest form, it's great because mm-hmm. it's really messing with that structure. Right. And that's where I want to be. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, I think, like
1: it's yeah, because
0: it's like messing with
1: it. It's oh, like yeah. it's like making a caricature of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A caricature. Yeah, of the and patriarchy. like anyone could do it. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Yeah.
2: So. Even you, Christy.
1: Oh my I'm gosh. Crossing <laughs> my fingers. It's <laughs> so. Knocking what? on wood. Daddy energy. <laughs> If you want to hire Christina to be your go, daddy yeah. Who wants
0: to try going on a date with me as a daddy?
2: As a daddy <laughs> What's that again? I don't
0: know what it will Daddy be. Rita <laughs> Oh, I'm Daddy Rita You're Daddy Phyllis <laughs>
1: um, A side note Tanisha and I have old lady uh, alter egos. you guys. Also, if you want to go on a date with an old lady Let us know Yeah um, Granny Rita's really fun Really fun We have to do our old lady We have to go on an old lady date together Oh, yeah That would be really fun. Okay. (laughs) We should hit on old men. (laughs) Okay. Wait, this is so funny. Patriarchy, as we think of it, like, being the system that is actually, like, really oppressive and, like, hurts a lot of people, but it's also a huge part of people's identity. Mm -hmm. How does that, like, where are some examples, like, where we see that coming out in dating? I'm just curious. In relationship. Dating or relationship. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of, like, the first thing that comes to mind for me is, like, like dating apps when someone is, like, really intense about, like, like you can just tell they don't know how to get out of their own head about what their rules are for dating. Like, where uh-huh. it's, like, you must be this, this, or this. Like, that mm-hmm. feels really patriarchal to me. Mm-hmm. Where I'm, like, wait, you're not, like, you just expect someone to fit into, like, a specific box for you? Yeah. It's so interesting.
2: Or, like you can't be this and like how you, how does that aspect that you're putting, making a parent that you don't want, how does that reflect on me? What yeah, I didn't choose this or like, I don't have this. That's not important to me.
0: Right. And mm-hmm. it's like this demand of someone that they don't even know.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Something I was like thinking about was that I do feel like in terms of how patriarchy shows up in dating so many things, but one is like, this really specific way that we're supposed to progress through relationships Mm -hmm. and so Hmm. and that feels really limiting to me um Hmm. and actually really like almost like debilitating like oh my god what if you don't want that or what if you end up somewhere in a relationship on whatever journey you're on with this person and you're like I don't want to be here anymore it's like but this is the path that you're supposed to take Mm -hmm. You're date for a while and then you do this and then you do that and I've heard it referred to as, like, elevator relationships, where you, oh. like, progress up to, yeah, you know, the, which, the,
1: like, then the word progress is kind of difficult there, because it's, yeah. like, implying that it only
0: counts if you progress. Yeah, if you, if you end up somewhere in the end, right? Like, yeah, which, which is, is weird, because like that's also, With kids! <laughs> yeah! Oh, like that guy. Yeah, yeah, like that guy, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh. There's a rule that I've, I've seen in relation to oh, this, good. that... Has always kind of confounded me a little bit that I feel like there's a pretty wide-held belief that like if you are not, I think this phrase, if you are not vetting the person you are dating for marriage, you're wasting Ooh, your time.
0: I've heard yeah. this too. I've seen that, too, and, and it, it seems ugh. really strange
1: to me because oh, no. like, oh that's okay. I saw like like that that like was posted on like somebody's Twitter account had said this. Mm-hmm. And then it was posted on Instagram, which is where I watched it, saw it. And then someone's response was immediately like, but I go on dates so that someone will eat my pussy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: I think that's a really good reason to go on a date.
2: Worthwhile endeavor, for sure. Yeah, totally. What are the rules for success?
0: Right,
1: the quote there is like, I guess that you end up like married and living and having children in those suburbs which yeah. doesn't sound fun to me. <laughs> no and I don't
0: endeavor to be like a wife you know right. like that's not you know and I I would hope that like in like a like in a het kind of situation that the other person doesn't endeavor to be a husband right that we endeavor to be our own people mm-hmm. and, yeah. and that we can then Like create really beautiful things together as opposed to like, I have this role that I'm going to play and I'm going to play it until X time happens, which is maybe like the end of me, (laughs) you know, like death. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Taking a, a relationship structure that's like
1: imposed or like automatic or you're just doing it because everyone's doing it or it's societal expectations or whatever and like not being aware of it that feels really shitty, I think. Mm -hmm. And then, like, people end up in situations they don't necessarily want to be in. Yeah. Whereas if you're, like, conscious in your life and in your relationships, like, maybe you choose or you co-create structures and you can create your own, like, whatever structures you want to be creating. And this, like, reminds me of a thing, like, basically Sarah Faith Godestine, our tarot person, was talking about Adrienne Marie Brown's rewriting of structures. What was the book about... Um, emergent strategy? Yeah, emergent yeah. strategy. Mm-hmm. So, like, creating, like, worlds that you want to live in. Mm-hmm. Structures that you want to live in. And that could be a very, like, emperor thing to do. Yeah. Versus just going into the patriarchy, which is, like, an old structure. Yeah. And it's not conscious. And it doesn't... it only has some people's interests at, at heart. Yeah,
0: and it's so harmful. Especially to... The, yeah, it's harmful to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have a question, Jordan. What like you said as way by way of introducing yourself that you're invested in like thinking about structure and how to like dismantle structures maybe not exactly those words but what how do you see this playing out in your own partnership and in the ways that you think about committed partnership versus like dating
2: um in my relationship we are I am not interested in gender roles in Mm -hmm. in any particular fashion. Um, And I think my partner and I buck against those pretty regularly Mm -hmm. in ways that feel natural and productive. And I think a relationship is much stronger for it. Um, And sometimes it's natural. Sometimes it's deliberate. And I think... um, those moments where we are deliberate and having those conversations about deliberate um bucking of the norm um those are some of the more like powerful and um also challenging uh conversations hmm. and aspects of a relationship, but still hmm. really fun in the long run
1: mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hmm. I think it's always fun when you, like, realize that you can actually communicate with people. Oh, yeah. Versus, like, working with, like, a lot of assumptions, you know? Yeah. Fun and terrifying.
0: Well, I also think it's really fun when you realize that you can just make it up. Yeah. Because it's all made up. Yeah! And, like, I... I forget that sometimes for myself, like, Mm -hmm. but what will I do? And I'm, all right. But then I'm like, oh, I can just do whatever. And not in this, like, hedonistic, you know, like, rugged individualist kind of way, but more just like, oh, I am creative. I'm, I'm magic. I'm. I'm capable. I can, and and I don't have to do it this way. Yeah. I can do it in this way where I'm like co-creating. I'm also like collaborating with all the people that I'm in relationship with, and that for me feels like the most liberating. I was thinking about like I could maybe think of the emperor in its more, <clears throat> maybe more like in an anarchic kind of sense, mm-hmm. which, which would be like we do need boundaries. But boundaries are about, like, as Prentice Hemphill always talks about, like, this distance in which we can love ourself and someone else. Mm-hmm. And so I I really, I appreciate that they say that because it does make me feel like, oh, in this sense of relating with other people, we do need to be able to communicate well. Mm-hmm. And we do also have to realize that, like, it all can change and it is always changing because we're learning every day where I'm learning every day. And so I, what was true, like, on Monday, Monday Tunisia is always very different than Saturday Tunisia. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know. One aspect about communication that, like, I have, I have, believe my partner and I have really strong communication with each other, but the way our relationship is communicated to others, like, we don't have a whole lot of control about oftentimes. Right. And... Mm-hmm. The way other people communicate our relationship back to us is Mm. often very strange, especially as (laughs) someone who is very masculine, oftentimes, but also, like, not always out as Mm non-binary. So, um, the way gender roles are reflected onto our relationship and imposed onto our relationship is...
1: Can you give us an example of that? I'm so curious. Is it like was um, like Jordan, did you check out the big game? <laughs> 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 it's your little lady in the kitchen? <laughs>
2: um, a lot of it yeah, is I'm like. so <laughs> A lot of it is like, I guess you could say, like kind of like microaggressive type stuff, oh, and like, yeah. I couldn't even remember because it's it's all well, just bullshit. Mm-hmm. But um, more recently, like a friend of mine, who I'm not out to, is, um, and friends with both myself and my partner, mm-hmm. like started increasingly i've known i've known her much longer than my partner we grew mm. up together but um she started reaching out to my partner much more often than me and it's become clear because the reason for that is she's the woman in the relationship uh, yeah. and she doesn't want to like cross a boundary oh and that just, like, just doesn't make exist you
1: for feel yeah. safe or is like that's the projected idea of what it might do
2: secure make sure my partner's secure in her uh fidelity yeah yeah
0: yeah. yeah. That, okay. interesting. that's so interesting but I was I am so glad you brought this up because one of the things I was thinking about that I think patriarchy does is <laughs> this idea of like weaponizing like attachment mm. and weaponizing weaponizing um the commitments we make to people hmm. rather than just like we have made this commitment. We know what it is. And like we are then therefore we are free to relate to people the way we're going to relate to people. But I I think there's like that, you know, like it genders it it weaponizes it. And this really like, it's like, a, it's really insidious because yeah, it's like so subtle to be like, I'm just going to reach out to your femme person because i'm a woman and if i reach out to you as like a mask presenting human then that must mean i'm like after you sexually and it's like oh yeah no actually we're just friends and we're allowed to be friends yeah and we're also allowed to like you and that person can negotiate the terms of your relationship Mm -hmm. and and you and your partner get to negotiate the terms of your relationship and so for me there is like in this like trying to think about like structures of freedom is like how do i and i don't i don't i mean christy knows this i think jordan you know this too i've talked about this a lot like i'm i bulk at like definitions of things so even like you know polyamory and non-monogamy and all of those i'm always like oh those still feel like structures to me but, yeah i but, think there's
1: also still a lot of assumptions that go
0: with them yeah and, and so for me i'm like how do i just scary. learn to communicate really well with <laughs> yeah. people And, like, know what my boundaries are Mm -hmm. and also understand, like, that I will endeavor always to be, like, communicate as effectively as I possibly can. Communicating is so scary. Yeah. (laughs) I know you took a nice deep breath. I was like, what's Christy going to (laughs) say?
2: Communicating hard.
0: It's so hard. Well, okay, but I'm
1: curious if it's because of, like, the patriarchy. Because I'm like, every time I think about having to communicate around relationships, I get panicky. And I think it's because...
0: Why do you get panicky?
1: I think it's because it's like, if X isn't true, then this, like, this relationship will end or something. Yeah. And then it's like, I get really scared. Yeah. Um, and so... But I, I'm actually, I'm just curious about it. I've just been trying to be curious about it yeah um, because I don't I haven't solved the mystery yet, <laughs> but I think that's part of it. It's like, is yeah. like the assumptions that we have about how relationships work or how they're supposed to be, or something like that. And then it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. therefore, talking about stuff is really vulnerable because, like, what if somebody's just going along with the structures? Yeah, and they're not willing to work with you on something, right?
0: Yeah, and I yeah. think it does take a lot of consciousness to to choose a different way like you actually Mm. have to be so much more aware because it's easy to just be like and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens Mm -hmm. versus like no i'm gonna stop and really think through it and it might be a much slower process Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. which is intriguing to me Mm -hmm. yeah it's intriguing because i'm i'm often like but i want to hurry up and get to the part yeah whatever part that is let's hurry to get to (laughs) that part Whatever part that is. Mm. The parts. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay. On that note. That's just my daddy. I approach. have like...
2: A- um, I, one, I think, like, exceptionally blatant way that <laughs> patriarchal rules factor into r- relationships and dating is hookup culture.
0: Um, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, tell us. I'm so curious
2: uh i was i was coming back to the emperor and thinking about rules and lack of empathy and how like patriarchal ideals are like very often the lens through which people interact through interact with hookup culture and like it's like what what does and and, it it perpetuates a lot of harm and frankly trauma for a lot of people Hmm. um Hmm. like even myself as when I was participating in that culture, I guess, um, male identified at that time. Um, and like, even though men made the rules, um, I wasn't sure how to play by them, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like very often confounding experience. Um, I think that's true for. Well,
1: a... I want. Does anyone know what hookup culture is? <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> like, and how you're quote unquote supposed to do it? Because it feels like there are no rules. It's just like. You can just ignore people if you want to.
0: Yeah, and I think that's maybe goes back to what I was saying about the way in which attachment or maybe our anxieties about abandonment or whatever can be weaponized Mm -hmm. and so as soon as you form an attachment to someone which is a normal part of the human experience is that you get labeled I I have been labeled needy or you know too much and all Mm -hmm. of that feels within the that feels like very patriarchal
1: yeah because like you you're going to get attached to people (laughs) It happens all the time. I'm super attached to both of you. Oh my gosh, I'm so
2: attached
0: <laughs> to you. And both I'm so glad you. you're
1: not labeling me as needy because of oh, <laughs> no. oh my
0: gosh, I love but you. But I need you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave ever. I, I, Daddy's calling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think the. What you said about it, the, this is like the patriarchal. Um, lens for hookups, um, and dating. And I think if there is a role, so there's kind of a lack of them. I think if there's one, it's like almost don't get attached. Don't have that empathy. Right. Mm -hmm. um, And
1: that's deeply, deeply, I think that's really, that hurts people. Absolutely. Everyone. so
0: hurtful.
2: Um, so what does like, if empathy women, non-binary people, if they were leading the discussion, leading the the driving force behind hookup culture, like, what is that empathy Like, how mm. does that feel? How does that look like?
1: I'm curious. Okay. I'm curious if the, if the structure being made is being made by like femme trans communities. Is there a hookup culture like? Is mm. it wouldn't be called that, would it? That's what I was just wondering too. What would we call? What would it be called? Oh, what will it be called? What will it be called? What will it be called when we make our new app?
2: Is hookup culture intrinsic? Intrinsically part of patriarchy. Part of patriarchy and or empathy? because
1: it feels like it's definitely part of like this like, I'm, I'm very like. Like this kind of like libertarian kind of like I'm individualistic and like yeah I really just like need to take care of my needs and
0: mm-hmm. like hedonism like not always but it's knowing really that you're not community oriented no
2: not at all and connection like actual interpersonal connection doesn't really factor into that it's just uh,
1: yeah. yeah 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 whereas like the world wouldn't exist without interconnection and connection and gray areas and. Messy
0: middles, yeah, and liminal, like trying to communicate your needs and also not always knowing what they are. Yeah, oh, <laughs>
1: yeah. cute. I know. Yeah, so I think it'd be called
0: like messy liminal connecting culture. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> Gross.
1: <laughs> Spore culture. Spore. <laughs> mycelium date
0: fuck (laughs) (laughs) okay that's the name of our dating app it's not a dating app it's the jar in the coffee shop still but it says mycelium date fuck and you put your name and your number in it and someone calls you for a mycelium date fuck (laughs) and they lick your face to transfer spores to your skin and they sniff you Oh, it smells, oh so it smells so good! Smells so good. It is fun when someone smells. So oh my God, good. it's so fun. Because you're like, whoa, this is hormonal and chemical. Yeah. And it's awesome. I love that experience. Do you like that too? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You just want to get in there and smell their armpits. Mm. Mm. What part of the body do you want to sm- smell? Everything. All of the body. All of it. Mm. What about you? I
2: don't know. <laughs> I don't think about that much, I guess.
1: Yeah. Once
0: you've been a part of my ceiling sex <laughs> fuck. You really know. Date don't. fuck. Date fuck. I don't know.
1: Oh my god, this is all... Dude, no one should have us brand anything.
0: No. You be just like, What comes out of my now, mouth? Now the Patreon's gonna have like... It's like... You a jar that you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> this is my superior dude fuck. fuck. <laughs> Name number here. <laughs> uh, maybe it's a mug. All right, we we got a little off track. We did. It's okay. I
1: love it. It's but I think favorite. it's in line with maybe like the point, which is like at least what I'm getting from our conversation is the patriarchy sort of an imposed structure.
0: Well, that sort of it for sure is. It's definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah. it is. Got it. Okay, imposed. Imposed. it's
1: really impo- it's an imposed structure with rules and punishments, mm-hmm. like a daddy. Yep. <laughs> like our big cultural daddy. A- that's not it. not hot because it's not always consensual. Right. And it's, it's always not conscious. Yeah. So, how do we create a structure that's conscious and we love it? Okay. What's one thing we could add to it?
0: Hmm. I would really add for me, there's something really juicy about complexity and liminal space, and so resting in the awareness that I don't know, but that there's so much in those like spaces of mess, the like the juicy messiness of life, mm-hmm. and that's like the place I want to like stick my face in. It's like oh, <laughs> well, juicy. And messy. That's where
1: you want to smell. Wait, were we talking about that on yeah, we the pod we or did. not? No, we did. Do we pause? I don't know. Yeah, you want to smell the armpits of oh. juiciness. Yeah. <laughs> Just the skin. Just the skin. The skin of oh, yeah, juicy messiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that feels freeing to me. Cool. I mean, like, that's so interesting because that feels, like, terrifying to me. And also, like, the idea of being like, but it's okay to be in the unknown mm-hmm. feels very relaxing. Like, it's okay to not know. And yeah. it's okay to, like, for me, the thing that's been coming up is, like, it's okay to feel how you feel and then honoring however I feel because I usually want to feel good but sometimes I feel sad or scared and then if I like say that's okay too that's a way of like I think it's a different kind of structure because it's like being like I'm not gaslighting myself oh yeah I'm not gonna pretend that I don't I'm not gonna do violence to myself by ignoring how I feel
0: yeah Mm-hmm. Um, St. Audrey yeah. Lorde tells us that we feel, therefore we are free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, feeling
1: is the, is the part of the structure I want to add. Ooh, and feeling it. without like judging how I'm feeling.
0: Love it. Yeah. Okay. Do you see messiness feeling without judgment? What about you, Jordan?
2: I want to add on to that, like fear that you're talking about and saying that I think, I value fear as emotion. I think it's a very powerful driving force, but also mm. in that complexity, if there was a cultural sh- cultural shift towards that, maybe we can be less afraid of it.
1: Right. Mm. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, I think that's true. It's like, it's not scary if it's not, if it's accepted. Like it yeah. seemed like it's for me, like my example of like, feeling sad is scary to me. But then if I actually feel sad, I'm like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. And it already changed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it <yet> already changed. <laughs> and yeah. I was avoiding it for weeks. <laughs> yeah. um, So like, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's like, it's not scary if you just like face it, right? Or if you're yeah. just in it. Yeah. Uh,
2: something I would actually really want to see is the a reduction of like the transactional and like mm. leaning into the production, like relationships, uh, oftentimes, I think, in dating can be like we are producing something and this is a transaction of some kind, even if it's not exclusively stated. That's the energy I think that comes across. That's sometimes. like very
1: capitalistic.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like valuing our relationships from that point of view. Um, yeah, I don't want that.
1: Mm. So, what would be an, an alternate thing?
2: The thing is, I think what you've been saying about like complexity, mm-hmm. um, I think we are more complex people than transactions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's in- the thing that comes up for me instantly there as like an opposite force sort of, or like as a mediating force would be like gratitude. Right. And it's like yeah. when I feel like, I feel love the most when I feel gratitude, and it's so cool because it's, like, that's something I experience with you guys a lot. Yeah. And I'm, like, oh, I love, I love this because I'm so grateful that this is, like, life right now, right? Yeah. And, so. and it's, mm. and it's really different than, yeah, because it's not about getting something. It's just, like, really, like, loving what's here.
0: Yeah, and I think maybe that's been a fun, like, byproduct of my dating projects is like how much I enjoy the people that are in my life.
1: Yeah. And
0: that they are they enrich it in such beautiful ways and I get to enrich their lives in such mm-hmm. beautiful ways. And that people are really complex and and strange and beautiful mm-hmm. and fun. Yeah,
1: and you don't have to like decide like, oh that's like well, I shouldn't talk, but,
0: <laughs> but she's going to, to anyway. Go. You don't have to <laughs> judge someone.
1: Yeah. for their weird things because it's like that's like this part of their whole complexity right
0: yeah yeah because that is for me that's like the stuff of life that is when I feel alive is when I'm like have encountered someone's humanness and my own is like oh and, and those are always I mean for me often the hardest parts of like oh I'm like deep in my humanness right now. Mm. Mm. But I also feel like when I can like really sit with it and feel it and understand that it's very complex and messy and beautiful is like I feel the most alive.
2: Mm. Right. I yeah. want to lead in relationship with connection and humanness.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah.
1: I love
2: it. That's so
0: great.
1: <gasps> so cool that that's where Emperor got us today. Oh, I, I love want that. Want to lead with and em- was it empathy?
2: Connection and <laughs> connection and humanness. humanness but also I'm empathy with yeah.
1: connection mm. and humanness.
0: Thank you, Jordan. Complexity uh-huh. and juiciness and good smellingness and armpits that smell good <laughs> and a little jar full of my silly date fuck.
1: <laughs> okay. So, oh, is that a wrap for today? That's wrap! Oh, it's
0: so awesome. I feel like we got
1: to a good conclusion here.
0: We did.
2: Thank you so much for having me on the dates for Our Lives. Thank I'm... you so much for
0: coming oh. on the pod! <laughs> I know. Jordan, you're the best. I say that a lot, but I mean it. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I recently asked Jordan, like, you wouldn't lie to me, would you? And they said, no. And I Aww. really loved that. What were you thinking they were lying about? <laughs> that when I'm a hot mess at work. <laughs> <laughs> As well, just feel free to tell me.
1: <laughs> okay, so next week. Yeah. Do you want to introduce the next week's episode, Jordan? Me? Yeah, because yeah. you came up with the idea. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your brains.
2: Um, rom-coms. Um... Through the lens of the hierophants. Yes!
1: yes! We're kind of thinking like, okay, how are how are relationships uh, doled out through this higher source, which is
0: rom-coms. <laughs> which is like I.e.
1: the Pope of Relationships. <laughs> that,
0: Nora Ephron. Nora, Nora Ephron. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we're thinking about rom-coms. I think they could be like the movies, right? Yeah. There's definitely like a whole genre of books that are exactly like rom-coms. So oh, yeah. So that could... Play into it, too. Contemporary
0: romance really got me in my feels for a while. Woo! Woo! (laughs) Okay. But we want your stories. So, yeah. Send us your your favorite rom-com or contemporary romance or what you have learned about relationships, good or bad, through rom-coms. Love it. That's
1: what we want. Email the pod at the dates of our lives podcast at gmail.com. You can also
0: find us on Spotify and Apple podcasts and also on our website, which is www.buzzsprout. <laughs> I don't know. I never know. I'm gonna know one day. Episode 76. Are <laughs> you
1: like bought yourself some time by saying www? <laughs> I, w-
0: w- I was like, I'm gonna. Oh, uh, that address again <laughs> is http. <laughs> yeah. Coleman slash Coleman Slash slash Www w- 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 the dates of our lives dot, dot com. That's right.
1: <laughs> and we also you can find us on Instagram, Dates of Our Lives podcast.
0: Mycelium My C- <laughs> date. date. Fuck. <laughs> Goes a little something like this. $2 yes, 4
2: Complexity.
0: Faces. <prin arranqueady> um... <transmit savings> Juicy, messy. Humanness. <laughs> touch, <laughs> touch. Touch. <laughs> touch.
1: Touch. There. 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 It's definitely there.
2: <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) We'll talk to you next time.